0: I want to welcome you to day five of our look through Galatians chapter six, and I want to encourage you and say thank you for making it all the way to the end of the study of this incredible book. What what truth God has about his freedom, about his spirit, about how his grace is at work in our lives. Galatians, as we talked about at the beginning of this book, has been given many powerful names over the years, and we've experienced that these last weeks together. The Magna Carta of spiritual liberty, the Charter of Freedom, the Battle Cry of the Reformation, the Christian Declaration of Independence. Those are all names that attest to the power with which this letter speaks, and we've experienced that together, but they also attest to the conviction with which this letter speaks, and we've experienced that too. We've seen together these last few weeks the one theme of Galatians, grace over law. It's not what I do, it's what God has done. We've walked through the three stories of the book of Galatians, like three stories of a building, the historical, the doctrinal, the personal. And in each of them, Paul has built and shown us that it is God's grace that's at work in our lives. This book of Galatians, it is a great history-changing book. It solidified the distinctive Christian message of grace in the early church. And many people say that the Reformation was sparked by Luther's commentary that we've referred to often as we've gone through this book. It is a history-changing book. But my question to you is, Is it going to be a life-changing book for you? God's truth wants to change my life. is desiring to change your life. This is a book that, for those of us that are caught up in the confusion about what's really true, Galatians proclaims the certain security of the good news of Christ. Am I sure that Jesus is the way to salvation? Galatians tells us, without a doubt, if there's any other gospel, let somebody be accursed. Galatians is a book for those who are bound up in old rules in the legalism of a self-instituted and self-empowered style of Christianity. And this book says, I want to I open up the doors. I want to unlock the prison cell of your life. I want to let you live out the fresh freedom of life in Christ. But here's the question. How will you experience that security of the good news of Christ? What are you going to do about the freedom that Christ wants to work into your life? We've walked through this book together. What are you going to do about it now? What's going to be the continuing impact as you build it into your habits, as you build it into your thoughts, as you build it into your life? So let me read these verses to you just all together, these greatest verses from the book of Galatians. I'm not going to share the references. You can look those up later or remember them from what we've read. I just want you to hear these truths one after another as they pile upon each other and build upon each other in the book of Galatians. And as I read them, as I read them, I am praying once again, that God will use this to show us how he wants to bring this security, this freedom into our lives. But even if we, Paul writes, or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life that I live in the body I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Are you so foolish? After beginning with the Spirit, are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort? Understand then that those who believe are children of Abraham. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. When the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. My dear children, for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. Live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. May I never boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. As we pray today, let me ask you once again, what are you going to do about that security, the security of God's truth that Jesus is the way? What are you going to do about that freedom, the fresh new freedom that God wants to bring into your life? Instead of trusting in what you do in any way, you're trusting in who he is. Where do you need it? Where do you need security? Where do you need freedom? As you think about that, ask, pray, God, through your spirit, use this truth to bring that security, to bring that freedom into my life. I don't want to just know about the security that I have in Christ. I don't want to just know about the freedom that I have in Christ. I want to live it. I want to live it. So help me to grow in it. Instead of being foolish and trusting in what I can do, help me to be, help me to be wise and to trust in what you've done. Instead of boasting in the things that I do, help me to boast in the cross of Christ. Instead of looking to build freedom out of my own simple and so many times, so many times, prideful ways of doing things. Lord, help me to realize that you want to give freedom into my life. It is a gift. Help me to receive it as a gift rather than working for it on my own effort. Thank you for the freedom of forgiveness. Thank you for the freedom of the gifts you've given me through your Spirit. Thank you for the freedom of walking in the Spirit. Thank you for the freedom. Thank you for the freedom of grace. In your name I pray, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you for joining in this study of the book of Galatians. I'm certain with the opportunity to share it with you that I have gotten more out of it than you did. I have enjoyed so much talking about God's grace, God's freedom, And it's personally benefited me in so many ways. I pray that God has used these verses in your life as well. If this is the first study that you've done in Drive Time Devotions, you can do one of two things at the end of this study. You can either just stick in with what we're doing and follow on with our podcast. We'll have a couple of in-between weeks, and then we'll start a new study, a new book in a few weeks. Or if you'd like, you can go to our website, Drive Time Devotions website. Just look it up on the web, and you will be able there to pick from any other book that you might want to study. You can either do them in the order I'm doing them or any order that you want to do them in. In any case, I am just thrilled that you have a heart, you have a desire to study the Word of God. So I'll see you for our next study in Drive Time Devotion.